With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Oh, we've got one of the great annual sporting events on the New Zealand calendar. It tests um, probably a little bit of crazy with ultimate endurance, um, community, participation, friendships. It's, it seriously is one of the ultimate New Zealand sporting events. The Kathmandu Coast to Coast. And we're going to talk about it right now here on SCNZ because, well, we're only a little way away. And I was out for a bike ride to New Brighton on the weekend, no, on Waitangi Day. And I saw the, a couple of people doing their last little bits of their taper, getting their gear all in order. And I thought coast to coast mustn't be far away. And, well, it's about 19 hours away. So, Glenn Curry, he is uh, the race director. It's always good to hear from him this close to the event. Morning, Glenn. How you doing, Louie? Yeah, super. Oh, I'm there? super. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm here, mate. What's uh, what are you, what's the nerves like, or how do you how do you kind of spend your last 24 hours before the uh, the event? You're just checking health and safety protocols furiously, making sure that everything's battened down. Yeah, I mean everything's sort of in place now, so we're just refreshing weather and catching up. All our crews are getting on site now, so catching up with them. I'm just parked up in um, Klondike Corner here in the middle of the course. Um, checking in with crews there before we head over to registration in Greymouth this afternoon. So yeah, just putting the final touches in place. Really getting excited. It's um, it, it's like a genuine behemoth of an operation you, you're running because there's so many moving parts. We won't be able to get through half of them in this chat here this morning. But can you give us an insight as to how many people you have working on this event and the timeline when you start preparations to get it to this point? Yeah, we've got about a 1,000 volunteers and crew working on it right across the South Island this weekend. So, you know, it starts right over in, um, in um, Kamara, Kamara Beach there or Serpentine Beach, and they've got crews over there, and then they, they flows right through the South Island. We've got people working right throughout it, doing their own little sections. It's big, I would describe it like a big jug, jigsaw puddle, uh, puzzle, really, and each piece sort of links up to um, make the whole... Uh, finish the puzzle, I suppose. So, yeah, 1000 odd crew, and, I mean, we work on it all year round, but most of our crews sort of come in this week to get everything in place. So, yep, it's all falling into, um, falling into place now. How long – give us the give us the stats, the one-on-one on the coast-to-coast. You'll have them off the top of your head. How long has this been going for? And, and then the, the, ev- the evolution of it and where it is now um, is kind of like a, a leading uh, enduro race and, and one that people come from around the world to compete in. But it's um, it's quite incredible, the evolution and the spawn and, and the kind of span of, of this event. Yeah, absolutely. So it's around um, 42 years old. So Rob Judkins sort of had this um, this idea 42 years ago 
But um, this would be a you know, great idea for an event. And um, I mean, Ironman's, I think Ironman's 43 or 44 years old. So it's sort of the same genre as Ironman, which is world famous. But this is, I suppose, New Zealand's, New Zealand's version. And um, when it first started, it was really, um, you know, the, the nature of the person that turned up was probably like, yeah, um, you know, guys like Graham Dingle and, you know, like real mountaineers who sort of, um, mm. you know, it was the whole concept was battling through the mountains to get to the um, finish line. And it sort of evolved. And I suppose, you know, everyone will know the Gurney era is where all of a sudden it became this race where, you know, everyone was going light and fast and gear was advancing so they could do it as quick as possible. And now we now we get that um, sort of top athlete that's going, you know, as quick as they can. And then we've got a whole lot of people sort of in the behind where it is just a really big adventure. And I sort of describe it for a lot of those people as a bit of an Everest where they've trained for 12 months to try to achieve this concept of going from one side of the South Island to the other under their own steam, you know. So, um, yeah, it has evolved. But the amazing thing is, is that after 42 years, the course is exactly the same and it's still just as tough, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the environment doesn't change. It's, I mean, it's been there for thousands of thousands of years and hundreds of thousands of years, and it's just so rugged. I, I love it at this time of year and through the summer, being based in Christchurch, seeing people up the porties, and you can tell what they're working towards, and like you get a real sense that it's coming, and it, it kind of feels like it's coming. It's kind of become this monster of an event, and and there's obviously a percentage of the people that take it seriously and want to win it, but there's a huge percentage of people that are doing this because they're, they're trying to prove something to themselves or they just want to hit the finish line and the kind of social aspect of it or, or the charity aspect of it, I think that's one of the amazing things. There's probably a range of motivations you come across. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many great stories about why people are doing this. So, you know, from you guys who have just dedicated 10 years to winning it to your person, you know, I mean, it's, the, the variety of people that do it's amazing. It might be mum with three kids who's been, you know, sort of hit the 40s, 50 bracket and wants to do something for themselves, a new challenge or a new adventure. It's, you know, young people who are, you know, sort of starting off their business careers and looking for something outside of maybe um, sport that they've played for years. There's a, there's a real variety. And then a lot of people that have been through some massive challenges and, um, you know, like sort of try, trying to, you know, probably um, potentially physically or whatever and, you know, and, and just trying to create another challenge in their life outside of those physical things that they've come up against. I think it's interesting. We've got Andy Lee, who's playing the New Zealand Golf Open, and I've just read that Hamish Blake is, pl- is uh, coming to the coast to coast. We've got the Hamish-Andy duo act in February here in the South Island. That's pretty random. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? So Hamish actually reached out and said he'd love to do it. Usually we go chasing guys like that, but he's just been dead keen to come and do this adventure. So he's... Um, yeah, obviously, um, fairly big in the media scene in Australia, and he's you know he's a lovely guy. He's trying to keep it undercover. He's just doing this for himself, really. He's done some amazing cycle adventures, and this is another um, bucket list event for him. So yeah, it'll be cool having him there, and hopefully giving him a great experience. Glenn, I've just gone onto the website, and if anybody wants uh, to follow along and actually read some of these wonderful stories, go to coasttocoast.co.nz. And I've just jumped on the website, and Glenn's picks for the Katmandu Coast to Coast popped up. So you've had a you've had a go at tr- trying to tip tip one here in the elite scene. Do you want to give us the rundown of? Uh, you obviously you've you've had a good look at it and know exactly who's turning up in the elite category. What sort of characters do we have, and who's going to go pretty close? Yeah, no, we've got some sensational athletes in there, and yeah, that area of the race gets me really excited. Um, you know, we're, over the years we've produced, you know, some athletes that have started, and as coast to coasters have gone on to achieve some amazing things on the world stage. You know, you think of Hayden Wild, 
Um, Dougal yes. Allen is there in um, NZ, Team NZ, uh, Team NZ uh, he's in the sailing team for this coming America's Cup. Um, Braden Curry, who's yeah, I'm closely related to, has sort of been on the um, World Ironman scene, top five in World Ironman. And, you know, Andrea Hewitt, she sort of, you know, was in her early days was a coast-to-coaster as well. So it's produced some incredible athletes. And we've got a heap on the start line this year too. So in the women's, we've got, um, you know, Lena Usher, who's, she's sort of famous amongst the coast scene now, 19 events, you know, won it on a number of occasions. And, and uh, you know, she's still as, as fast and strong as ever. So she'll be right up there. And then returning uh, Simone Meyer, who's... Uh, going to potentially equal the number of events um, you know, total in terms of winning it as any woman's done in the event this year so she's back to try to win it again and then a whole, there's a whole lot of young women that are just incredibly talented and just been training training, training to take down probably those two that are the most well known names you know, I think of like Hannah Lund and Rebecca Kingsford from Christchurch and um, yeah, and Deb Lynch from the North Island it's a really, really strong field so yeah, pretty exciting stuff and the men's is the same, it's pretty stacked really, we've got um, Sam Manson who won it last year returning and then a the little bit that excites me is that we've got Alex Hunt, who's done the race a number of times. He's got uh, second and third, and he's an Australian, and no Australian's won the event since 1993. The mate, um, John Jacoby, wow. who won it in 1993, and no international has won the men's race since 1993. And I've thrown it out there and said this will be the year, which is a, quite a big deal. It's a massive achievement to come over because um, course knowledge is so critical in this event, and to come over and try to tip the Kiwis over is just a huge effort. So... Um, yeah, I've, I've thrown it out there. I think he's going to do it this year. He looks hungry. He's been living here for five weeks, just living on the course. So it may be the year that Australia actually uh, takes out our, our iconic race, I suppose. So, yeah, quite exciting. But there's definitely a, there's definitely the likes of Ryan Kiesanowski, Hamish Elliott, um, you know, and Brad McNamara, they'll all be up there too, sort of chasing that top spot. So it should be good racing. That is, well, that's pretty rogue of you to be tipping an Aussie. And cause we try to usually like, and again, I'll use the New Zealand Golf Open as an example. We can't stop the Australians winning it. We're trying to get a Kiwi to win it. So like course IQ and uh, home track advantage, have there been any, is it literally since 1993, has a New Zealander won it every single year? Or has there been any other nationalities? Is that a major part of it? Uh, well, yeah, it is, but that's in the men's field. We're in the women's field. We've actually had, you know, actually in the women's field, there's, well, a number of them are expats uh, living in New Zealand. So actually most of our um, winners have been oh. internationals, but they are based in New Zealand in the women's field. And then a couple of years we had Robin Owen come over from South Africa and she dominated it. So the women's field had a bit of a different, um, different feel to it, really. But in the men's field, it would say that, yeah, course knowledge and understanding this course is almost critical. So, um but yeah, so yeah, kind of exciting. And I mean, yeah, he, um, you know, usually I'd hate to pick an Australian in sport, but I think you know it'd be pretty amazing for an Aussie to come over here and actually to win this event. And to be fair, he is Tasmanian, so as I tell him, he's pretty much part Kiwi anyway. So <laughs> that's, that's very good. I see um, Fiona Dowling, as you say, has yeah. been an unbelievable kayaker for a long period of time. It, it kind of raises the question that she's got the running up to scratch. Over the period of time, as the race has evolved, has one of the legs become more important? And is there a, a trend in where you see time made up or over and over? And I'm sure some of this is weather and conditions dependent, where you see a split be made. Have there been any trends like that? 
No, well, that's why she thinks it's one of the beautiful things about the race, and Fiona will be the first to admit it. And she actually, funnily enough, everyone knows her for her kayaking, and then last year she led off the run. So she's actually, you know, she's like, well, I had an exceptional run, and her kayak probably wasn't up to where she thought it would be. But um, the beautiful thing about this event is that you cannot have a weak discipline. It, like, there's still, you know, there's 120, 130Ks of cycling. So, you, you know, you've got, to be, um, you've got to be strong on the bike. And what I say to people, and everyone sort of knows this, that to win, to win the longest day World Multisport Champs, you've almost got to be, you know, competitive in every single discipline. So I know the mm-hmm. National Road Cycling champs, champs are on this weekend. To win the Coast to Coast, you should be able to turn up there on the, in the time trial field and actually be competitive. Um, you know, a lot of these kayakers, a lot of guys going down the Wymac are competitive in ocean ski racing and, you know, will train with K1 races and actually be competitive in that field. They need to be. And then the same with um, the same with running. They've all got to have, you know, like, you know, they've got to have fast sort of sub three hour marathon times to be competitive in the run. And you can't, you really can't have a weak <laughs> discipline. Gurney used to talk about, you know, the race had started at Goat Pass, and that sort of been turned on its head in the last ten years, where the race starts from the beach, and you know, guys are trying to make breaks on that first ride, and you know, you just see the times getting faster and faster because yeah, they're really towing it out, I suppose. So yeah, it's it's a great thing about the event is that um, yeah, every di- discipline is critical, and um, all the athletes know that really. That's it's just amazing hearing you talk about that. You've got to be like a K one kayaker, run a sub three marathon, and um, obviously potentially be able to turn up in the, the New Zealand uh, cycle classic and, and compete, or you know, you know, cycle a decent time. When you put it like that, like we're talking the very, very pointy end in the elite field of like some of our best athletes. Um, Glenn, we'll let you carry on because no doubt you've got little bits and bobs to tie up. How much sleep do you personally get over the weekend? Oh, I sort of yeah, it's pretty much that's it for the next few days now. I sort of um yeah, we're up, we're you know the race we're sort of down at the race starts each day at sort of four a.m. and sort of knocking off each night at around eleven o'clock. So um yeah, it's sort of go time for us as well and the crews. So we're we're all looking forward to Sunday night. But yeah, really excited about it. Good forecast and um yeah, should be um pretty special down at um New Brighton on on Saturday afternoon really. So yeah, if you've got a chance, get down there. And now I did say to Smithy a couple of years too ago too. You know, if you're talking to him, if he hasn't got commentary jobs, yes. love to have him down here and you know like definitely get him in a kayak or something and uh, get him out on the course <laughs> yeah look i'd love that as well i think we'd all love that our social team would love that to get that online yeah, that'd, that'd, that'd be the definition of viral glenn um just just run that yeah. th- run it through us again if people want to come and uh have a look either at the start or the finish or at any yeah. point where where are the best places and when to be yeah, so Klondike Corner tomorrow afternoon from 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the middle after's past. There's these people, um, competitors coming off the run. This is a great spot to observe. Uh, go- what, the Waimakariri Gorge Bridge, um, just an hour out of Christchurch there. Um, see people coming out of the, uh, you know, you'll see people coming out of their kayaks, which is great viewing. They've been sitting in those kayaks for four to five hours and, um, and onto their final leg of the road cycle. And then New Brighton from the finish line, that'll be humming from 2 p.m. on Saturday right through to 7 p.m. with, um, you know, sort of the, the lead, the lead um, males and females coming through anywhere between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. So um, we have a big old, there's a big old sort of um, festival and carnival down at the finish line there. It's, it's great viewing to see all the, these inspirational people um, ticking off their goals, really. It's, that's exactly it. Couldn't say it better than myself, Glenn. Nice to chat, mate. Good luck for the weekend. Hopefully uh, everything goes uh, accordingly and everybody does it and competes health, uh, healthily and safe, safely. It's uh, it always that'll be priority for you, front of mine, and um, no doubt we'll get a, a very deserving champion on both, both sides of it. Absolutely. Thanks for the phone call.